she's like, don't. If no one told you they love you today, then I love you because you're you. I can sing again, Ryan Killian, my favorite teacher on TikTok. Oh my God. Hi, Ryan. Hi, TikTok Bubby. How are you this morning? I'm great. Am I your first teacher on the podcast? Yes. Oh, you are my first teacher. I hope it brings back good memories. From when I was a teacher or when I was a student? Well, either. But as a student, I, because, you know, I know it can be a little, uh, looking back on school sometimes can be like, ee! But I'm honored to be the first teacher on here. And hopefully, um, many, because te- I know you love teachers because I watch your TikToks. So thank you for giving us a shout out. We appreciate it. We sure well, as you're hell a doll. The teachers are my dolls. The others are my bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called both, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, so how long have you been teaching, Ryan? I have been teaching for 18 years. I started when I was 22 and I have been in the same school and classroom ever since. Wow. Oh yeah. my God. Like, so what do you teach? I teach U.S. history. And, um, you know, my classroom, I can look at any part of my room and have a memory. I've been in there so long. I mean, I could say, oh, this happened there. This happened there. This kid sat there. Oh, your brother sat over here. You know what's going to happen one day, TikTok bubbies? I'm going to start having people's kids. And then that's when I'm going to be like, oh, I'm getting old. Mm, 18. Oh, I had your son in class. Oh, my God. 18 is, you know, 18 is the lucky number for Jews. It means high. Oh. So that's a lucky number. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, hello. Oh, I had your mom in class. Oh, gosh. So, so are you a high school teacher? In I high am. School? I you're yep. a high school teacher. Okay, so let's cut to the chase because we're going to say Ryan and I met on TikTok, the right Ryan and TikTok Bubby, and we talked about how I, I remember our first TikTok was like somebody making fun of your nose. Oh, yeah. I that, get that was a like, lot. About get, get a nose job. What's wrong with your nose? Why can't you have a better nose? And I really responded to the ridicule and the um, making fun of it just drew me right in. Like, I'm going to defend this person forever. And that's how we met. Yeah, I I still appreciate that. That was super sweet of you. Mm-hmm. And I know that you hate bullying. And I know in some of your videos, you mentioned some of that you dealt with when you were young. And, you know, and, and what's, what's unfortunate about it is it's grown adults who think they have the right to talk terrible about my nose and it's caused me a lot of um, sensitivity and vulnerability because throughout elementary school, middle school and hell adulthood, people have always wanted to come for my nose and it's hereditary. My grandmother has the same nose She's full-blooded Italian. My great-grandparents immigrated from Genoa. So, I mean, it's not, um, it's something that I'm kind of proud of now as I've gotten older and can reflect on a little more that, you know, this is a proud Roman nose. (laughs) 
Well, there That's you go. Now, you could have, obviously, you could have had a nose job anytime you wanted, right? Right. And it crossed my mind a few times. But, you know, this is who I am. And, mm. you know, and if you think about it, it's actually really uneducated because we don't choose our noses. We don't choose the shape of our eyes. We don't choose our ear. You know, we don't choose our skin color. We don't choose our orientation. And especially to go after a nose or some type of physical feature, it's just completely, it doesn't make any sense. Now, if somebody's mean to you and then you come, then you come after them, that's mm. a choice. Mm. But noses, they should be, uh, that should be off the table. Well, I think any physical appearance should be off the table, but people who make fun of like, you know, like with me, the mean girls were always making fun of me. I'm a very little person, you know, so I may have a big personality probably for that reason, but I'm five feet, so I'm mm -hmm. tiny. When people see me in person, oh my God, I thought you would be tall. And I go, no, honey, I'm little. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine by me. You know, they say good things come in small packages. I don't know, whatever. But, um, yeah, so that really bothers when me when people make fun of other people. But here's a sidebar funny, funny note. Last year I had been working as the noni at the lender, which is, a, I guess, an Italian. You know, everybody's grandma. And at the end of my run there, a person who I shall be remain nameless, but said to me when I was having dinner with them, you know, looked at my nose and go, you are Jewish? I go, yes. Well, you don't have a Jewish nose. And I said, well, what is a Jewish nose? You know, a big nose. And I went, no, I don't have a Jewish. Did you get a nose job? No, I didn't get a nose job. So I felt like that was very offensive to me. Of course, working in this company, I couldn't say anything regarding that. But, you know, that would be something if I didn't really care about some of the people in this company, I probably would have sued because that's definitely, you know, it's that that's ready for a lawsuit. So I just right. you know, I consider the source. OK, they don't know because her stepfather had a big nose. He happened to be Jewish. So you're not like my stepfather's big nose. I go, no, not everybody. Not every Jew has a big nose. OK, so that's the reality of that. But that's a whole other story. And I've been asked, I have, when I was in college, um, I went to uh, Indiana University, which is a huge school, you know, 60, 70,000 students. And we have a sizable Jewish population. And it wasn't the, the Jewish students that I'd become friends with who would ask. It was just non-Jews, you know, Christ, I assume Christians or whatever. I said, are you Jewish? No, I'm not. I'm Catholic, <laughs> but. You know, where do people, where do people think they have, what emboldens people to think they can ask the, I would never ask somebody those questions. I think it's because of like, um, the character, the character in Oliver, where the, you know, like the patriarch of the thieves, he was supposed to be Jewish and he had a gigantic nose and like, a, you know, David Copperfield, basically that character. And, uh, that's what people imagine, like Jews have big noses and like, you know, and they want to take and they have all the money and they want to take your money. So that's, I think, David Copperfield that, you know, I think that's where that all. 
I started. Right. But let's talk about, and which is very important to me, you know, growing up, we never had to ban. There was never anything like ban books, you know, and there was never anything about what teachers should teach or anything like that. But now, lo and behold, all of a sudden, like in different states, books are being banned. What do you think about that, Ryan? Oh, uh, well, first of all, the phrase book banning makes me cringe because I think of historically the Nazis having these huge book burning parties, um, you know, right outside of a uh, synagogue or something. I mean, it was just awful. So, you know, the whole censorship thing. But so I start with the baseline of not every book should be in a school library. I understand that there should not be, you know, adult material like you can get at an adult bookstore there you know it shouldn't be no holds bar where anything can come in of course but when you start when you start limiting like oh well this is talking about this is a book about a teenage lgbtq relationship and you ban that that i have a problem with or um if you start banning books with about slavery because we don't want to, um, you know, slavery is offensive. Yes. Slavery is offensive. It's horrible, but you don't ban it. You don't not talk about it. Um, those types of issues or even, I mean, I'll even agree that, um, books about religion shouldn't be banned from public schools if they're done for an academic reason. You know, we shouldn't be having Bible study in public schools, but those should remain. Um, I, you know, back in the 90s, I can remember parents trying to ban Harry Potter for wizardry. Wow. wizardry. What? I yeah, I re- that. yeah, people, parents were trying to ban Harry Potter. Um, no, I don't think books should be banned beyond those that are just completely age inappropriate of a sexual nature. Um, but besides that, um, you know, books that promote racism or now I don't mean books that books can discuss racism. Absolutely. I mean, To Kill a Mockingbird discuss racism, but books that promote, you know, a, a white supremacist type of book or something like that should be banned. But besides that, I just don't like to get into the business of picking and selecting what what can and can't be read because once you start doing that, you could have a whole generation that's just completely ignorant on topics, you know? Mm. So you teach U.S. history, which was probably my favorite subject in school. I love United States history. It's a, you know, I loved it so much. That was something I, I was fascinated and still am fascinated so what type of subjects, what do you teach in that, in your classes? So we teach, um, the first semester we teach about the nation's founding and, um, you know, the ideals it's built on and how those ideals weren't upheld sometimes, especially with women and minorities, mm. but also, you know, anti a lot of anti-Catholic feeling and anti-Semitism. And mm. then the second semester, 
uh, we focus that, that, and I tend to be more excited about the second semester. We talk about um, the Great Depression and the two world wars mm. and the civil rights movement. Mm. And I'm happy to say the LGBTQ movement um, is covered each and every year now by me without, you know, when I first started teaching, I was even a little nervous and I hate to say that, but nowadays, you know, I teach about Stonewall and I teach about the Mattachine Society and all of those things. And, you know, I'll do it without hesitation. And if, if they want to let me go for that, then I'm a competent adult. I can find something else to do because <laughs> I'm not going to not do that. People are so afraid. I taught art for five years. My mother pushed me into being a teacher. So I taught high school the first year, which I love, but then they got, I got a job in middle school, which was, oh my God, that was a tough one. They just started switching to middle school. That was a tough road to hoe for me because I think I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to follow rules. No. <laughs> no, Rocky, no. So being a teacher and following rules and lesson plans and all that kind of stuff absolutely drove me crazy, you know? Like, I used to paint murals on the side, people's, on you know, in people's homes, just a side to make a little, some side cash. And I decided my first class was all the kids going to be painting on the wall murals. And they freaked out when they found it. Like, why didn't you tell us or ask us? Oh. God, if I have to ask to have to do some sort of art or do something done, it's it was like horrible for me. But for four years, let I did it for four more years. I don't know how. It was not my chosen career. You know, mother chose my career for me, basically. Not not do acting. Oh no, you're too little, you're too sensitive, you're too, you're too, you're too. You can't go into acting. Your heart will get broken. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, that's a whole discussion. Back then, a lot of women were told, you know, to be teachers or secretaries or, you know, if you really wanted to do maybe a nurse. But besides that, I mean, heck, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was one of 10 women to get into Harvard Law School. It was ridiculous. Mm, mm, Wow. Great movie, but. Great movie, by the way, that they did about her right before she passed. Uh, oh, I loved her. Oh, what did you know? It was I. I'm sorry that she didn't retire. I know that she wanted to push forward, and hopefully, she you know get through her cancer. But it probably would have been, been behooved her to do it so that we could have had a different Supreme Court. I know. I mean, that's you know that's I ego know. for me. It's like I'm gonna make it. I'm getting through this cancer, even though it's pancreatic cancer. I'm gonna make it. And we'd like to think we could, but that's just sometimes that cancer, especially that reality is a whole different thing. So, you know, it's the same thing I think about with Diane Feinstein at 90, who can't even. Oh, I know. You know, and, you know, all know I'm a liberal Democrat. I mean, there's no hiding it. I never have hidden it. I don't want to hide. Probably the only one in my family who is that is that me. I'm the only one. And, uh, you know, I don't know about my son and daughter-in-law. I don't talk to them, but family on the East Coast, forget about it. You know, they are Trumpers all the way. And I'm like, wow. So, you know, I have to push that aside. But, yeah, so I just think it's difficult to, um, you know, to be in this world. And 
I don't care. My philosophies are very important to me and my beliefs are very important to me. And the LGBTQ plus community is probably the most important thing to me on my platform. Right. And, you know, not to go down the rabbit hole with her, but if she would have left towards the end of Obama, you know, she saw the whole garlic saga. She probably thought, well, if I leave, they won't allow a vote anyway, because they didn't allow a vote for um, the other one. So, and then Trump came in and she probably thought, I don't want to leave now because he's going to get some, someone in there. And then unfortunately she passed before the president was inaugurated. I know so. just so that's what, you know, so do kids love your classes? I think so. I think so. It's, I sometimes worry because I'm, you know, the students stay the same age every year. I have 16, 17 year olds, typically 15, 16, 17 year olds. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't stay the same age every year. Right. You know, every year oh, Ryan. I wish every year I get a little older and I'm, and I've said this before, I'm always worried that, I'm going to get to the point where, you know, I, I can't relate to them as easy as I have. It's been effortless in the past. And, you know, they're going to look at me and I hate to say this, but they're going to look at me as that's the old teacher. He needs to retire. You know, that I just don't, <laughs> I don't think it that way. Come on. You're eternally <laughs> young. Get out of here. He needs to retire. I know, I know. No, they love you. you have tenure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had it, too. But, oh, well. And so that's, I mean, don't worry about whether how you look or you think he, that's the old teacher. You know, everything old is new again. Remember that song? That's true. Yes. I really do believe that, you know, that everything old is new again. Um, now, I know you're married. Yes. How long have you guys been married? So Ron and I have been married. Well, let me say, we, we met in 2005. We lived on in the same apartment complex right off campus. Mm. So, um, you know, it's a fairly common story. We met, you know, we met in college mm. and um, the summer before our senior year of college, we met and I just, he was, I didn't, I'd been on a few dates before and I always felt, I just didn't hundred percent trust them. I felt like it was a show um, they weren't wholeheartedly, they just didn't feel like a completely genuine person to me, like that I could just be myself and, you know, not think, oh gosh, are they going to call me back? What do they think of me? Oh, did I say the wrong thing? That's not fun. So he, 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 I didn't feel that way with him. And so we continued to date. And then when we graduated, we moved in together mm. here in Indianapolis, here in Indianapolis and um, from 2006 until 2016, um, we lived together, and then we built built our house together in 2011. Um, and then in 2016, we got married. So we we don't typically use the 2016 anniversary date. We use the July 26, 2005. Mm. And the reason we didn't get married, well, first of all, we couldn't get married. Let's just say that we couldn't get married legally we could not get married and then once it was legal um in 2014 i believe it was 2014 mm. um 
we got married shortly thereafter. Mm. We wanted to save up so we could have a wedding that we wanted. And we did have it at our home. Um, we had it in our backyard. We had a DJ. We had catering. We had seating. We had, you know, the whole table pieces, the whole nine yards. And it was a really great experience. So we've been together for um, 18 years. Mm. Right. The we've, option- survived, we've survived a lot. We've seen a lot of relationships come and go among our friends, many of whom are straight. I'll just say <laughs> that. Okay. <laughs> so, right. you know, yeah. they, my mom, my dad always says, um, you know, my dad, my mom and dad are divorced and so on. And my dad, my dad always jokes and says, you're, you all are more normal than any of the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I'm together with my husband. It'll be, well, we're married 20 years, but this October, end of October, it'll be 21 years that we know each other and the ups and downs of, you know, of marriage are like, you know, it's like a roller coaster sometimes. Oh, yeah. Then it's up, then it, then it's down, you know, that kind of thing. One thing I've learned, one thing I've learned that's helped my relationship is you don't have to say everything that's on your mind. (laughs) That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, as I get older, I've just learned it's not worth it. Not only with my husband, but just my colleagues, my parents, just because my, my, I used to be just knee jerk reaction. Just, Oh, I said it. And now it's no, I'm not going to say that. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Restraint of pen and tongue. Right. That expression. What's that? Restraint of pen and tongue. No, I haven't. It's an AA expression. It's like, you don't, you don't need to like say the first thing that comes out of your mind. And if you're sending something on an email or a text, don't send it. Think before you send it. So restrain yourself. Right? Absolutely. So I think that comes with age. Yeah, you think? I don't don't know about that sometimes (laughs) with me, right? (laughs) So if you want anybody to know anything about you, you know, what are some of your interests? Well, one I have to say is since I've started TikTok, is writing. I would love I would love to be on a at a circle table writing a sitcom. Oh. I would mm. love it. Mm. I would love it. Um a lot of not all, but a lot of my content is written by me. Mm. Um that has and some of them have four, you know, three, four million views. Mm. You know, I wrote those. Mm. I wrote the one I wrote about gays are going to destroy America. And I had all these things in my house, like, you know, basically to show how normal we are, you know, Mm. Oh, well, I've got this lawnmower and we evil gays are going to mow away family values. (laughs) You know, I've got bird seed out my bird feeder, but that's queer seed and all the birds will be gay. it (laughs) It did so well. And it was such a boost of encouragement. Oh, and I thought, and I thought, it. you know what? I wrote that. I mm. wrote that. And millions of people around the world loved it. And it just, it wasn't an ego stroke. It was, I can do this. I can do this. You know, anything you want to do or be. So I, I know I really have enjoyed 
comedy slash satire satire writing. Mm. Um, that has been a lot of fun. Um, and I encourage people the right Ryan, if they want to check out anything that I have, but I would love, I would love to be like an SNL writer or mm. a sitcom writer or late show, even though we're all on strike right now. So, <laughs> well, right. And that Jimmy Fallon piece wasn't exactly, um, there was a piece about him lately. <gasps> uh, Andrew Barrymore. I saw that. Yeah. Well, you but know that's, what? yeah, that's something I've really enjoyed. Um, and I, at my age, it's like, ugh. but some of my videos, I try to act really serious or, you know, play a conservative or, you know, play a, a do-gooder or whatever the case might be. And I have had a few who say, did you used to act? <laughs> never been, were you ever on in plays? And I'm like, no, 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 never, ever, nothing. And they're like, my friend Grace, who she's like, Ryan, you have got to try something someday. Mm. But I just don't know where I get started, you know? Oh, God. That's a whole Especially other... at starting at my age. Oh, my I God. Start at any age, but that's a whole other thing. So I'm going to wrap it up. Is there anything you want anybody to know? Because they'll come in and listen to, hopefully, my Spotify, listen to you, right. listen to me, if they listening to me. But what do you want the world to know? What I would like the world to know is that we have got to get back to kindness and some civility. Mm-hmm. That's all. I don't, I don't mean for that to come off. Um, like I'm a government teacher. Truly, we have gotten to the point where people in the media say anything they want to to anybody. People are so hateful. And I just think if everybody could just try for 24 hours to be kind, 24 <laughs> hours, that's all I ask. Okay. Don't, make, don't insult somebody. Don't um, have really awful thoughts about somebody just just for one day just compliment somebody say something nice to somebody because i think even in my lifetime the ability to just be a kind person a decent person it's just not it's just not there anymore and i hate i hate to say that mm. i hate to say that I'm sorry. And I'm and I'm echoing what you said, because what the world really needs now is love, sweet love. That's yes. All right. Ryan Killian, the right, the right Ryan on TikTok. Check him out. Thank you so much for coming into morning. Bitches. No one told I, me love you today, Ryan. And I love you. Because you're you. Thanks, y'all. We love you. I we love, love you, baby. I love you.